Today I am going to be talking about how hypertension or high blood pressure affects your mental and brain health. Part 2. Your blood pressure is your brain pressure. Hello friends and welcome to the Limbic Podcast where emotions and moods meet neuroscience, nutrition, and mindful practices. Listen, your brain and body comes equipped with their own healing machines. My name is Umu Benjamin and I am a holistic integrative and nutritional psychiatry nurse practitioner with over 21 years of medical nursing experience and a mind and body preventive health coach. The last podcast, I discussed what hypertension is and what is the impact of having hypertension on the brain, including how it predisposes you to cognitive decline as well as the potential to experience uh, and organ dysfunction, which will be vascular dementia. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to improve hypertension to reduce your risk of having your brain experience vascular changes and support your brain from experiencing what is brain inflammation. Interventions are going to include you understanding that you are not your genes. Your genetic inheritance is not a determinant factor as to any aspect of you activating or being unable to treat hypertension naturally. Any aspect of activation or expression of genetic mutation that may predispose you to expressing hypertension is going to occur in the presence of lifestyle behaviors and habits that are more negative and not supportive of health and wellness. To help support you in a journey to a healthy brain, start by having an active intent where time, energy, and action must be allocated to establishing a routine into measuring your blood pressure. It is best that you measure your blood pressure twice daily with the first measurement being upon awakening because this is going to be the best indicator of your body in its restful state. And the second measurement is going to have to happen before bed. This is going to be reflective of what is that accumulative stress you have acquired throughout the day and what is your baseline at the end of the day. If you are an individual or somebody who is on medication for blood pressure, naturally it is recommended you actually do a blood pressure before you take those medications. One, it prevents you from taking the medication if your blood pressure is already low. Two, it allows you to 
use that measurement to reach back to your primary care doctor for an adjustment if the numbers continues to be high. The second tip with interventions when it comes to having to measure your blood pressure and maintain reading of that blood pressure to support your brain health is going to be obtaining a blood pressure cough which can be easily acquired from Amazon, Walmart, CVS. And the cost is going to be between $35 and $150 if you are able to afford the high-end models. It may be easier also to obtain a monitoring cough machine that is wireless in terms of having a tracking app that makes it easier for you to have a quick and visual reference showing the trends of your blood pressure AM and PM. It will also be easier if that information can be uploaded into a database that makes it easier for you to share with your primary care provider. If you are interested in learning how to monitor your blood pressure at home, make an appointment with your primary care doctor's office or primary care provider's office to have a medical technician demonstrate the proper steps for taking an adequate blood pressure and also re-familiarize yourself with what would be considered normal blood pressure. Another tip gets to be you can utilize or use a visiting nurse for an in-home training or in-home visits and part of their duties will be to come in and perform and demonstrate and take adequate blood pressure measurement and heart rate measurements and some insurance policies cover this as part of your coverage. Most insurances will cover the cost of a blood pressure measuring cough or machine if you are able to have your medical provider provide you with a prescription for the device. Literally, they write a prescription script and hand it to you or send it electronically to CVS or Walmart or any of your online pharmacies and you should be able to get your blood pressure cough covered by your insurance and also your health spending account should be able to allow you to purchase one also. Many insurance companies and coverage also partake in blood pressure monitoring programs to help foster proper assessment and monitoring to prevent what are some of the adverse events that do occur due to high blood pressure. I'm going to talk about some of the holistic management of hypertension and that's going to involve a comprehensive approach to managing the condition that is considered you the whole person. Part of managing hypertension is not just the numbers. The numbers that is reflective of your hypertension or your high blood pressure is a reflection of you, the whole person under stress, including your lifestyle, your nutrition, your stress level, and your overall well-being. 
here are some ways that you can manage hypertension holistically. And these tips would be one that supports your primary care provider and supports you as well in maintaining what can be a very detrimental adverse event if hypertension or blood pressure is not managed. So we're talking about breathing. Breathing techniques directly help your blood pressure and it does this as a complementary therapy by triggering relaxation response, improving your circulation, reducing sympathetic activities through your vagus nerve. And it also reduces inflammation in your body directly by reducing your stress hormones. And here's a quick tip. I called it a dopamine motivational tip because if you are able to accomplish it, you will have a direct positive feedback into just how quickly you can bring your blood pressure down. Do a quick spot check by measuring your blood pressure during rest. The rest blood pressure is going to be your baseline. Measure your blood pressure again after an argument or a serious discussion. Then repeat the measurement directly for a few minutes or after a few minutes of doing deep breathing. And you are going to do deep breathing for about 5 to 10 seconds and you should try to inhale for a count of 2. Exhale slowly for a count of six to eight. And perform that about five to 10 seconds into relaxing. Repeat the blood pressure after your deep breathing. This will give you a dopamine filled motivation on the direct impact of breathing on your blood pressure and it will also give you a direct visualization on the impact you have over decreasing your brain and body stress, as well as your immediate effect in regulating your blood pressure. Tip number two on holistic management of blood pressure, lifestyle changes. It sounds easy, right? It may not always be easy, but it means adopting a healthy lifestyle that can help manage hypertension. And that's going to include regular exercising, maintaining a healthy weight, reducing added salt or excess alcohol intake, and quitting smoking or decreasing the amount of smoking you partake in. Quitting will be best, but it always starts with you decreasing first and eventually quitting. The third holistic tip is going to be dietary changes. A healthy diet is going to be one of the primary supporter of reducing your hypertension or your high blood pressure. This includes reducing foods that are processed foods because normally they're high in sodium and increasing foods that are more wholesome, high in vegetables, lean proteins, some fruits, and some whole grains. 
the next step is stress reduction this is a big one because stress is everywhere and it's sometimes unavoidable but part of you regulating and managing your high blood pressure is going to be managing stress and that's going to be you tapping into holistic measures and practices such as meditation deep breathing exercise yoga stretching and all of them can help lower your blood pressure the next step is going to be mind body therapies we're talking about therapies such as tai chi qigong can help manage hypertension by reducing your stress and performing relaxation The next holistic tip is going to be supplementation. Certain supplements such as niacin, magnesium, potassium, omega fatty acids, omega 3 fatty acids, a well balanced omega, EPA, DHA, is going to support blood pressure regulation as well as support your brain health. Part of the holistic management of hypertension is going to be herbal remedies. It is one that traditionally medicine does not always tap into, but we do have lots of evidence that supports how they are able to support wellness. It is also important to note that if you are new to herbal remedies for any aspect of misalignment or medical treatment it's gonna be best to find guidance with a health coach or herbalist professional who is trained to support you navigating into herbal remedies as a treatment for any aspect of wellness and also to remember it should not replace your current medications without a recommendation from your primary care provider However, here are some herbal remedies for hypertension that you can research further for your own quick access. Garlic. Garlic has been shown to have modest effect on lowering blood pressure due to its ability to relax the blood vessels. Naturally, culturally, most people may actually drink garlic as a tea ingest garlic in excess with the foods naturally for me i just cook garlic cook a lot of it my mom drinks garlic so it's gonna be based on your palate because garlic can be a little rancid and it's taste um you have to build a taste tolerance to it so find the easiest way to introduce it into your diet that is going to be the best. Hawthorn. Hawthorn is a herb traditionally used for cardiovascular health. And it does have some benefits for blood pressure by dilating the vessels, the blood vessels and increasing blood flow. Because part of hypertension is a constrict or causes the vessels to become stiffened and tightened. So any aspect of dilation allows the vessels to open so blood can flow properly. Ginger. 
ginger has a mild blood pressure lowering effect due to its anti-inflammatory properties and ginger can be used in your foods in your tea in your baked goods cinnamon cinnamon is one that most people may know about cinnamon has been shown to have a modest effect on lowering blood pressure due to its ability to improve the blood vessels functions flax seeds flax seeds contain omega-3 fatty acids which has been shown to reduce inflammation and improve the blood vessels functions hibiscus one of my favorite hibiscus can be cooked can be made into tea can be baked hibiscus tea has been shown to lower blood pressure and it's due to its antioxidant effects and properties cat's claw cat's claw is a herb that has many benefits for blood pressure by reducing inflammation and improving blood vessel functions corn silk it's one that may not be known in the u.s but a lot of indigenous groups um, and natives and islanders drink corn silks because it is a natural diuretics. Not diuretic means it makes you pee and it makes you pee out water. The study suggests that it's beneficial for lowering blood pressure in people with hypertension, but the key word with consult is a diuretic, which means individuals that has the potential to accumulate fluids or water due to hypertension. not for the everyday stressful individual that's not retaining water most of us needs more water when individual starts to accumulate fluid or water due to hypertension normally they are in some aspect of cardiac or cardiovascular compromised it means the vessels or the high blood pressure has affected the pumping mechanism of the heart so the heart is a little sluggish and if it's sluggish it's unable to pump blood correctly and fluid out correctly the kidneys is a little the kidneys are a little bit strained so that would allow water to accumulate in those individuals body so corn silk may not be for the everyday individual more for somebody who is with water retention due to hypertension and heart problems It is also important to remember that any aspect of supplementation and herbal remedies can interact with prescribed pharmaceuticals or medications or drugs. As such, it's always best you reference back to a holistic and functional healthcare prof professional before starting any herbal remedies for hypertension. Hypertension is actually one of the earliest markers for stress response. So any aspect of early intervention or preventive intervention is going to be beneficial. Thank you for listening. This information is for educational and empowerment purposes only and not intended as a treatment 
of any medical conditions. Suppose you are experiencing high levels of stress which can lead to brain inflammation. In that case, you should seek early preventive coaching and treatment as this will prevent brain remodeling and inflammation due to chronic stress. Please subscribe and share this podcast with friends and family in highly stressful situations. This may motivate them to seek early help for wellness around stress. Feel free to visit me at limbic.live or join my limbic community on Facebook. Also, I value and appreciate your feedback, comments, and criticism. And I will also like to hear how I can improve this podcast to benefit you, my listener. Thank you and have a wonderful day.